anyone who would disagree that Russell Wilson is squarely in the conversation for MVP um, is simply just not being honest or it's just simply for a, a lack of trying to see the obvious truth. The obvious truth. What's going on, folks? This is Rob English, your SoCal Seahawk, and thank you for joining me on this edition of Short Yardage. And there was a game played in Seattle last night, a hell of a game, an amazing game. Two great quarterbacks duped it out, um, high-scoring game, and um, I, I guess you got to – I mean, can you say the better team won? Can, can you say that? I suppose you can. You can, I, I, sometimes you can almost always say that. Sometimes you can almost always. That was a statement. Um, a lot of times you can say that. Maybe not every time, but a lot of times you can. The, the better team on that day at the very least. But to go back to what I just what I opened up with, how can you sit here and tell me that Russell Wilson is not an MVP candidate? How do you snub Russell Wilson for the Pro Bowl? How does Russell Wilson get snubbed for the Pro Bowl? That th there should be the th the fact that Russell Wilson has been snubbed from the po Pro Bowl this year um, should should spark an investigation into the process of Pro Bowl voting. Um, and I think the NFL should have to hire an outside, um, you know, an outside source or an outside uh, agency to do this investigation because there's obviously something wrong. Aaron Rodgers gets in over Russell Wilson. Russell Wilson beat Aaron Rodgers earlier this season. But that's besides the point. Forget a fact, forget about the fact that he beat him, you know, in their head-to-head -head matchup. Cuz I know that quarterbacks don't play against each other, but they do have to outdo one another because if usually one quarterback outplays the other, that team wins, typically speaking, not always, but typically. And I say typically because I'm being objective. I I happen to be a fan of the team who has a quarterback that oftentimes is outperformed by the other team's quarterback and we still win. So typically speaking, and, and outperform doesn't always have to mean that you throw for more yards or throw for more touchdowns or, or you know, what have you. But it just it means doing what you have to do to get your team in position to score points and win the game. That's all, that's all, uh, all that that really means. But I digress. How are you going to tell me that Russell is it because of his yards? Yards must be the only reason. You're not going to give Russell Wilson. You're not going to give Russell Wilson a fair shake. I think Russell Wilson probably will go through his entire career never getting a fair shake. No one has given. No one has ever given Russell Wilson the credit he deserves. Even when they're giving him credit, they don't give him enough credit. Russell Wilson led the league in touchdown passes last year. He led the league. He was the only thing we could do last year was, was put the ball in Russell's hand, hands and let him do whatever he does with it, whether he was going to run it or throw it. I'm surprised Russell didn't start kicking the football uh, with the way we were going with Blair Walsh. Unbelievable. Uh, we, 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 you know, we won a Super Bowl. They said it was because of the defense. Oh, they said it was because of Marshawn Lynch. And I've been telling everyone the entire time outside of Russell Wilson's rookie season. Because in his rookie season, 
the reality is that he was held back. He was, um, you know, he was kind of kept, they, they kept him safe. They didn't give him a whole lot of room to move with the playbook uh, in mind. They kept it easy for him. They made it easy on him and, and they built the team around him to give them the opportunity to do that. They had a great running game. They had a great defense. You had those two things together. You have a quarterback who you are sure can be great, but you don't want to rush him into anything. Let your quarterback take his time. Let him be a game manager, uh, which is the term he's never been able to shake. But it wasn't, but, you know, maybe a little more than halfway through his rookie season that we realize, and I say we as in Seattle, as in the front, as you know, as, as in the coaching staff of the Seahawks, that you realize you don't need to hold this kid back. He can do it. He can do it. Two games that made Russell Wilson who he is is the one against New England uh, in Seattle and the one against Chicago in Chicago. Two games that we won, hard-fought games, where, was, where Russell did great things. And, um, you know, and now just look at him. He's, he's broken records. He's broken re- records that were owned by guys like Peyton Manning. He continues to do amazing things that guys in the in the rest of the league simply can't do. And now, last year, he led the league in touchdown passes. Yeah, for, but no one wants to really talk about how great he is. Not really. You always said it was Marshawn Lynch in the defense. Now, Russell Wilson has not had Marshawn Lynch or a defense for some time. Or the defense, I should say. You know, the, the Legion of Boom has been falling apart, not just this season. You know, the, we, we had a mass exodus this year, this offseason, this past offseason. But the LOB has not been the LOB for a few years, a couple years at least. Marshawn has been gone. And Russell still can't get a fair shake? Now, we have these quarterbacks, these young guys, Jared Goff and, and Patrick Mahomes. These guys are coming in, and they're putting up gaudy numbers, sure. But now you, you want to throw these new guys ahead of Russell. Why? Why do you want to throw these new guys ahead of Russell Wilson? What? I, 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 can't, I can't even fathom. I can't even fathom why you want to throw these new kids ahead of a proven veteran, a proven champion, a guy who proves over and over and over again that he can do it. And you get these new, these new Johnny come lately guys. And you want to throw them right ahead of Russell. It's a big, it's, it's, it's something about Seattle. I have to imagine that if Russell played for a different team, the situation will be different. That's just truly what I believe. The Seattle Seahawks as a team never really get a fair shake when it comes to consideration to the rest of the league. They never have. Even when we were in the Super Bowl against the Pittsburgh Steelers back in 06. That was a great team. We didn't get our fair shake then. We simply didn't. No one believed that Seattle was going to go back to the Super Bowl uh, following the, the Denver Super Bowl. But here's a stat. Pete Carroll has been the Seattle Seahawks head coach for nine years, and seven of them we have gone to the postseason, and each time we've gone to the postseason, we've, we've won at least one game. We've never been one and done in the playoffs. Ever. 
ever. We just stamped our ticket to the postseason this year. We missed the playoffs for the first time in a long time last year. And you fans, and I say fans delicately, were calling for the jobs of Pete Carroll and John Schneider. They don't know what they're doing. They got lucky with the LOB, but luck's run out. Unbelievable, the lack of faith. Now, I've been saying this for a long time because I am, anyone who knows me knows how much of a Seahawks fan I am. I had season tickets in the Kingdom. I'm one of those guys who were going to the Kingdom from Bremerton, taking the ferry across the water to go to the, uh, uh, get off the ferry at the terminal, walk downstairs, okay, at the, on the uh, Seattle Ferry Terminal, get some McDonald's with my grandparents, and then walk from the, the terminal down uh, through Pioneer Square and into to the Kingdom. My the whole my whole young life was that during the months uh during during the months from uh, uh August to uh you know um to, to December January. It usually only went that far because we never made the playoffs. But we went every week, every Sunday during that time of the year and watched the Seahawks lose every Sunday. I was there. And I what I what I do know is now I look and, you know, the, the, the information age, the, the, the social media age has given us um, the power to keep keep track of the people we've known and people we've lost. We can find them again. And I see a lot of Seahawk fans that were not Seahawk fans. I went back home to visit a couple years ago, about four years ago. I haven't been back since then, but I, I left I left the area back in, oh, I want to say oh seven. And something like that. I haven't gone for about 12 years. I went back four years ago and the Seahawk mania was staggering. I couldn't believe my eyes. I couldn't believe my eyes how you I couldn't look up, down, left or right, north, south, east or west without seeing Seahawk green somewhere. Impossible. You couldn't get away from it. It was almost sickening. And it's strange to say that because I'm. why would I ever have a problem with our city of supporting our team? But it's just so Johnny come lately. I almost would have rather not seen any. Because I know that a lot of these, a lot of these, the Seahawk mania is only because of newfound success. And it's to be expected. Okay. All right. I'm, I, I'm putting myself on a high horse as a fan. I'm, I'm, I'm kind of a snob as a Seahawk fan. I feel like I've earned the right to be, but I am a Seahawks snob because I know, I know, I remember living my life, you know, uh, surrounded by people who didn't give a damn about the Seahawks. So I'm a snob when it comes to, uh, you know, Seahawk fanhood. But um, so many on the Internet, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, whatever. They wanted Pete Carroll out of there. It's time for Pete Carroll to go. John Schneider doesn't know. They, 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 they literally said they got lucky with a team that they built. No one likes the fact that we didn't run the ball on the one-yard line against the Patriots. How, 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 it's amazing to me how quickly someone owes you something in this world. These people, this, this, this uh, instant gratification, you know, um, like, calm down. Who do you think you are? 
We are in the midst still, even as we speak, enjoying the greatest period of Seahawk football. The city and the organization, the franchise has ever, has ever experienced. How do you have the nerve to start calling for people's jobs? We missed the playoffs once and now we're back. Oh, Seahawks are only going to win four games this year. Are you serious? Do you know who it is under center for the Seattle Seahawks? I've been saying it the entire time. I, I've digressed again, but let me go back what I was saying. Since his second year, the reason is Russell Wilson, not the Legion of Boom, not Marshawn Lynch. Of course, they are a big part of it. Of course, they are a big part of it. And out of those three things, uh, Russell Wilson, Marshawn, and the Legion of Boom, those three um, aspects, those three key pieces to the Seattle Seahawks, and I'm talking about our historically great years that we that we experienced, you know, that are now a few years removed. Of those three pieces, if you subtract any one of those pieces, and then and 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 supplant it with something else other than what it was. I will contend that we get farther minus LOB or minus Marshawn Lynch as long as Russell Wilson is still there. But if you give us Marshawn Lynch and you give us the LOB and you take away Russell Wilson, we don't get nearly as far. Now, I'm not saying we still win Super Bowls. I'm not saying we still win 13 games that year. I'm not saying anything like that. I'm saying if you if you look at the overall if you were to consider, this is all hypothetical. If you were to consider that time period, what would happen over that same time period as far as, you know, overall success? Which one would fare better? Two without Russell, two without LOB, or two without Marshawn? I'm telling you that two without Russell, the, the two being Marshawn and LOB give us those two minus Russell that team does not go as far as um uh as that team does not go as far as if you if you if you keep Russell and take away either one of the other two and it's the reason is because Russell Wilson has played with his brain just as much if not more as with his hands and feet and his body. Look at RG3. If, when they, when, the, when, the, when the, these guys were drafted in 12, everybody was so sure that RG3 was going to be the next huge thing. And then after RG3 was supposed to be Andrew Luck, in that order. RG3, Andrew Luck, and then this Russell Wilson guy who's too short to be here anyway. Too short to be here anyway. RG3's career lasted 15 seconds. Andrew Luck played well, but didn't do a whole lot. And then there is too short to be here anyway, Russell Wilson, who just keeps on winning and keeps on setting records. But you don't want to talk about that. Russell Wilson is what makes it happen. The other parts are the support parts. Russell Wilson isn't the support. Russell Wilson is. He is. As Russell Wilson goes, so go the Seahawks. Take Russell Wilson out of that offense and put in 
uh, um, was who's our backup? Hunley. Put put Hun, put Hunley in there and see how good we do. Put Hunley in there when we had Marshawn Lynch and uh, and the LOB. Put Tavares Jackson in there because we had T Jack still. Put T Jack in there. And I love Tavares Jackson. Honestly, I was when this whole thing still when when the whole conversation was getting going about you know because Matt Hasselbeck was leaving. I was like, let T Jack play. Give the job to Tavares Jackson. Now we went out and got Matt Flynn, and you know how that ended up. But I was all about some T Jack. It didn't end up going that way, but whatever. You put T Jack in there. Put Matt Flynn in there. Put Hasselbeck in anybody. I would even contest that even quarterbacks out there that are better than Russell Wilson, that are empirically better than Russell Wilson, we still don't do as good with them as if uh, as as we do with Wilson. Russell plays so smart. Russell's ability, um, we 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 jump on Russell a lot because of the things he does, but he but he makes up for him always, always. Sometimes playing with your head means you do you, some things are going to happen to you that you don't really like. You know, we, we know we don't like Russell Wilson taking the sacks that he takes sometimes, but Russell presses hard. But at least when he presses hard, Russell does not press hard into plays that cause turnovers. He might take a sack for a loss of 13. But how many times has Russell taken a, a sack and backed us up 10, 12, 13 yards and then gone and got the first down anyway? How many times has that happened? I don't have my figures in front of me, but it's happened a few times, more than a few. And now look at us. This is supposed to be a four and twelve year. Everybody said it. Seahawks might just win four games this year. They they be Seahawks will be good to go eight and eight. Seahawks go eight and eight. That's a good year for them. Rebuild. Can we can we put the argument? Can we put the put the argument to rest that Pete Carroll and John Schneider know what they're doing? That they've brought in good talent on the staff with um with a uh, 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 Brian Schottenheimer. We replaced um uh, the offensive line coach Cable. We've taken. I mean, we look. We started off the season zero and two. It was over. We went zero and two to start the season off, and it was done. Done. Nobody was even caring. Oh, the Seahawks, this is it for the Seahawks. The Seahawks are, nope. Right? The Seahawks weren't going to do nothing this year. Because we went 0-2 to start. And it was rough. It's hard to watch your team lose. We lost two games to teams that we could have beat in those games. Now, Denver ended up not being all that great this year. But look at the Bears. Bears didn't stomp us. We're gonna we we might see the Bears in the playoffs. Russell Wilson is not even in, didn't make the Pro Bowl. Russell Wilson not even in the conversation for MVP. But let's take a look at what he's done this year. Yards. He's not going to get much consideration. He is, what, I think 19th of all starting quarterbacks in yards. But can you hold that against a player? 
He's got, what, 3,200, almost 3,300 yards rushing, or passing, excuse me. But he, but he's the quarterback for a team that leads the NFL in rushing. We are a running team. We're not a passing team. We pass when we have to. That's kind of the what we've always been. It's never going to be. Russell Wilson will probably never lead the league in passing yards. Because that's not us. So you're going to snub him because of the, because of the offensive philosophy he plays in? Doesn't sound fair to me. He's completing 66% of his passes. That's not shabby. It's not, it's not the best, but it's not bad. I mean, the top, the top uh, uh, players in the league are only separated by a couple of percentage points. Just a couple. Once you get to once you get to what um, number ten, once you get to actually you know number number five, it's just it's between sixty six and sixty eight percent. Then it's sixty nine and seventy. Drew Brees is, is almost seventy five percent. He's seventy four point four percent. That's huge. That's great. Kirk Cousins seventy percent. Great. But the rest of the pack is, is is real close. You're talking about a couple of percentage points. In some cases, a tenth of a percentage point. But touchdowns. What Russell Wilson's third in the league in touchdown passes. He's got thirty four touchdowns. He's two behind Luck. And Mahomes is just out of this world. He's got almost 50. He might have 50 touchdowns this year. He leads the, I mean, he leads the NFC in touchdown passes. If nothing else, he leads the NFC in touchdown passes. He's got one more than Matt Ryan. He's only got six interceptions. Six. He would be what I would say is what third it's got to be third in the league in interceptions for of all starting quarterbacks his passer rating third in the league 112.7 only Patrick Mahomes and Drew Brees are better when does the kid Get a fair shake. Now you want to talk about last night. You got to also consider his body of work. Forget the stats for a moment. I know the stats, the stats are uh, the stats. Excuse me, are important. But let's just put the stats aside for a moment. Let's talk about body of work. What has he done this season? And I'm talking about, you know, in game performances. In the games. He's gonna, he's gonna, he's beat up on, uh, he's, he's, he's bested, uh, Aaron Rodgers last night against Patrick Mahomes. What a game. What a game that was. I mean, you can't ask for anything more in football with that kind of, uh, you know, with that. Well, I mean, big stuff on the line. Chiefs could have clinched home foot advantage. Uh, Seahawks fighting for, a playoff spot. You get Patrick Mahomes in there coming in. He throws the ball 40 times, completes 23 of them. 
273 and three touchdowns. Not a bad day. Russell throws the ball 29 times, completes 18 of them, 271 and three touchdowns. 127.2 quarterback rating versus Mahomes' uh, 103. And that's just based simply on, uh, you know, percentage. They had the same amount of touchdowns, same amount of interceptions, zero. So the rating is going up or down based on how many times you get the ball where you're trying to put it. It was an amazing game last night. Seattle Seahawks, look. Again, I don't want to hear a whole lot of of talk. Like I'm I'm one of those people who if if you are going to get down on on your team, stay down on your team. Or if you are going to get down on your team and find that you were wrong, admit it. Don't be one of those types who says, "Oh, I knew all along when you were the one throwing them in the garbage weeks ago. Don't be that person. I, I do not like that person. We're in the playoffs. Now, let's talk about the Seahawks' um, chances in the postseason. Because the way it looks right now, um, Seattle's probably going to take the five spot. It's a 97% chance that we will be the five and that we will go to Dallas. This is exactly what we want. It's so important that we won this game yesterday um, because to fall to the sixth seed would be, if you, in my opinion, um, if we go into the, if we went into the playoffs as six, uh, we're probably going to be one and done in the playoffs for the first time. And if not, um, we certainly won't make it to the Super Bowl. We would lose if we didn't lose the first game. We certainly would lose the second, and I'll explain. The reason being is because to go in as the sixth seed would send us to Chicago. Now, it's not that I don't think we can beat Chicago. I certainly think we can beat Chicago. But even if we beat Chicago, we would then have to go to New Orleans. If we win it as a six, we would have to go to New Orleans after beating Chicago. And um, I don't like that. I don't like having to go to Chicago and play a real just nasty, cold, hard game. That's what the game would be in Chicago. That's going to be not a, it's not going to be a fast game. That's going to be a cold, hard, painful game. That's the kind of game you come out beat up. You come out of that game beat up regardless of what happens. You're beat up. It doesn't matter if you win. doesn't matter if you, you know, you, you, you come out sore. That's a, that's, a, that's a nasty game. Win or lose, you come out of that game hurt. And then to turn around the very next week and have to go to New Orleans and play fast? Polar opposites. I don't like that. I don't, I don't like that, 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 you know, that, that, math, that math equation there. That spells a loss in the second game if we didn't lose the first game. Conversely, if we go in as the five, which it looks like we are, we're going to go to Dallas. We're going to play inside. Hostile environment, sure. But we're going to go to Dallas and play fast, indoors. 
And then, because Minnesota is probably going to lose, it's my honest opinion, Minnesota is probably going to lose. So we will be the uh, lowest remaining seed. So we're still going to go to New Orleans. Because Minnesota, I mark my words, Minnesota will lose their first game. Minnesota is not going to win a playoff game. I'm telling you right now. So we will still end up being the lowest remaining seed at that point, And we will still go to New Orleans. But at least we're still playing fast. We're going to play the same type of game. Not the exact same type of game, but more or less the same type of game. A fast game. Indoors. <clears throat> Indoors. Not in the elements. Not in the freezing cold. Not on the grass. You know? And maybe we can pull off an upset in New Orleans. We've done it once to New Orleans. Granted, it was in Seattle last time, but hey, we've done it once. Maybe we can do it again. So we beat New Orleans on the upset. We go to Los Angeles and play against the Rams for the third time this season. And we beat the Rams this time because I tell you right now, it's hard enough to beat the same team twice in one year. You know, you, it's hard to beat your division opponent twice. Division, divisional uh, matchups, division opponent matchups, uh, division rival matchups are hard games. They're always the hardest games. Things happen that you would think wouldn't happen against your division rival. It always has, always will. Right, just ask the New England Patriots about the times they've been beat by New or uh, New uh, New York or Miami. They manage to win a game on them often, even though New England's usually the far better team. But they'll drop one to the Jets or drop one to Miami every once in a while because uh, division rivals know each other the best, and things happen. So, I guarantee you that McVeigh. Goff, Gurley, they don't want to see the Seahawks again. They would, I, I imagine they would prefer and rather not. Seattle beats the Rams in LA on the third attempt, and we go to the Super Bowl against the San Diego Chargers. That's how it folds out for me. Go to Dallas, win. Go to New Orleans, pull off an amazing upset. Maybe Janikowski kicks a game winner with every Seahawk fan with their fingernails between their teeth, stuck on the TV, sweating bullets with their stomach turned upside down, knowing that Janikowski has blown too many kicks already this year that we just don't expect. You know, I swear, Sebastian Janikowski, although he's better, he's only... Janikowski only provides me a smidge more comfort than Blair Walsh at this point. Tell you what, Janikowski gave a much better effort even while being injured to uh, stop that uh, that kick return uh, last night that broke late in the game after we scored. Um, at least he got his hands on the guy. He didn't really do much to him, but he got his hands on him. He slowed him down just enough for somebody to catch him. That's all you got to do, Seabass. So, um, that's how I'm, I'm seeing it going that way. I'm seeing it going that way. I'm not doing a whole lot of, um, you know, dicing open the numbers and stuff right now on this. And this, this is just a, this is just kind of me off the cuff on it. I'll get into the numbers later. Um, 
But Seattle has just as good of a chance as any. There's no team in the NFC playoffs that's far and above better than Seattle, with maybe possibly an exception being the New Orleans Saints. And I'm only going to say the Saints because we didn't play the Saints this year and we really don't know what we can do against them. We simply don't know, you know, what the Saints are capable of or what we're capable of against the Saints because, you know, we didn't, we didn't see him. We simply didn't see him. i tell you what, though, Russell Wilson isn't that far behind Drew Brees with the exception of yards. With the exception of yards. You know, Russell Wilson has more touchdown passes than Drew Brees. That's the truth. That's a fact. Russell Wilson's only three points uh, less than Drew Brees in quarterback rating. Or passer rating, I should say. I don't think that the Saints are a world better than Seattle. You guys can give me your comments on the on the forums that I post this uh, this podcast in for you to listen. Let me know what you think. Give me your feedback. Um, Seattle has just as good of a chance of getting to the Super Bowl as anybody else. Certainly as good a chance as the Bears or the Cowboys. Certainly better than the Vikings. Right? Now you want to talk about the Rams and the Saints? Okay, now we have a conversation. But we have certainly a better chance than the Vikings and easily just as good a chance as the Bears and the Cowboys. Now, Vikings, Rams, let's talk about it. Great game last night. Amazing. I thought I was going to be hoarse after um, afterwards because I, I yelled and screamed so much. Um, early in the game, I, I got a little concerned because we let go of Kelsey. I, it, I mean, imagine. Oh, man. The game could have been so different early. Mahomes overthrew Kelsey wide open. That was six points. That, and, but we gave one back to him. Russell overthrew uh, uh, Baldwin on on a not a similar play, but um, both quarterbacks had one big play that was missed completely. Wide open Kelsey and and Mahomes just just supermaned it over his head. Talk about a sigh of relief. And then we had one against, uh, one against them, uh, one to Doug Baldwin. Uh, I think he was in the seam. And Russell just put it up a little too far. Just a little too far. But boy, did he make up for it, though. Great game. Great game. That's all I got for this one. Um uh, Everybody, make sure you check out Seattle Sports Union, seattlesportsunion.com. You can find them uh, uh, at Seattle Sports Union on uh, Facebook and Twitter. Um, Everything you ever might want to know and then some about Seattle sports, especially Seahawks, given the time of year. Um, Check them out. Check us out. Uh, You will find my, uh, my stuff up there as well. Oh boy, it's the playoffs. It's getting serious now. We made it to the dance. We made it to the dance despite all the doubt, despite all the doubters, um, despite the hardships. How about this Seattle Seahawks running game? Who's going to stop us? That's the thing. It, 
I'll say like this. We'll go to the Super Bowl on the running game alone. If if no one figures out how to stop our running game, and the only team I think might be able to do it may be the New Orleans Saints. If, if, if our running game continues like this, who's going to stop us? All right, that's all I got. That's all I got before I get into something else. Hey, this is Rob English, your SoCal Seahawk. Uh, thanks for tuning in. I will catch you on the flip side. Go Hawks.